As part of our investigation, we will present information about what the White House and other intelligence agencies knew and why the Capitol was not better prepared. But we will not lose sight of the fact that the Capitol Police did not cause the crowd to attack. And we will not blame the violence that day, violence provoked by Donald Trump on the officers who bravely defended all of us. That was Liz Cheney, part of the January 6th committee, the prime time event they put on. It was all focused on blaming Donald Trump. Tony Katz, so great to be with you. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now from the Indiana 3rd District. He heads up the Republican Study Committee, and he was originally appointed to the committee and was told by Speaker Pelosi he wasn't allowed to be on it. That's when they created the second committee. You watched uh, last night your takeaway from what it is you saw the two hours presented by this committee. Well, Tony, it was a primetime dud. There was nothing that came out of last night's hearing that would change anybody's mind. It's clear that this is a this illegitimate committee is trying to prosecute Donald Trump for crimes they didn't commit. And they didn't present any evidence last night that showed anything to the contrary. At the fa- at the bottom at the the bottom line of all this is that you can't have a legitimate trial or a legitimate committee hearing when you don't have a differing point of view. And if I would have been in the room as the ranking member, we would have been asking tough questions about why the, 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 the Capitol was not secure on January 6th when there was intelligence weeks before that day that something was going to happen. Those are the serious issues and serious questions that Pelosi doesn't want the committee to dive into because at the end of the day, it's her negligence and lack of leadership as Speaker of the House that allowed a lot of that to happen. Now, when people hear that, you know, this is a dud, that it, it didn't show anything, uh, very often that is taken as, oh, you don't think that January 6th was a big deal. There's video after video of video. Cops got attacked. People got hurt. Um, how do you respond to those people? Well, that, that's why we've continued to work on my end. We're going to release a report in the coming weeks about Capitol security. The, 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 the head of the Capitol Police Union, Tony, to, told me that they weren't prepared for what happened on January 6th because the intelligence never got to, to rank and file Capitol Police officers. They weren't equipped for it. They had faulty, outdated equipment. Some of the Capitol Police officers didn't even have helmets. They weren't trained for it. They weren't trained for a riot, even after all of the the BLM riots in Washington, D.C. the summer of 2020, and, and their leadership never trained them for it. So not at the at, right after January 6th, something happened that doesn't get well reported. The media completely ignores it, and that's that there was a vote of confidence taken by the, the rank-and-file Capitol Police officers, and 90% of them, 90% of the Capitol Police Department voted that they had no confidence in, their police, in the Capitol Police Department leadership. And then you ask the question, who has oversight? of the Capitol Police and Capitol Security. The breadcrumbs all lead to Nancy Pelosi's office. She's covered up documents in her office about why the National Guard was co- was uh, not called on that day because of, quote, bad optics. And, and she refused to give those documents to the bipartisan Senate Homeland Security Committee that investigated January 6th. So there are big issues here. We also learned this uh, week because of, of, of a FOIA by Judicial Watch that the Capitol Police was only half-staffed on January 6th because of COVID. How, how can that be if they had intelligence weeks before that, uh, that, 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 that they only had half of the Capitol Police uh, regular staffing that day that they would expect for 
incidents like that. So those are the serious questions that they don't want to ask because it deviates from their political narrative. And at the end of the day, that's the shame of it. If they were serious about, about preventing something like that from ever happening again, they would ask those, those, uh, those tough and important questions that I and Jim Jordan and others would have asked that they just completely refused to answer. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, the Fort Wayne area of Indiana, also chairman of the Republican Study Committee. It's certainly you, you have an interesting um, perspective here, considering you were appointed to the original committee. And then it was Speaker Pelosi who said, because of your position on on January 6th, you weren't allowed. Meanwhile, Jamie Raskin is on the committee from Maryland who objected and tried to challenge the election of Donald Trump in 2017. And the chairman, Benny Thompson, uh, he uh, challenged the election of George Bush in 2005. Uh, I'm with you on the security conversation, but uh, uh, allow me to just take it uh, a step to where they're going. And conversations about what happened with President Trump and his take on seeing what was happening and a level of response. Is it wrong to question the response time of President Trump seeing what was happening on the Capitol? Do you feel that that's somehow a red herring? Or is that a conversation in the idea of security that's worthy? Yeah, I, I can't get over the, the fact that you didn't, hear, you didn't hear this last night, and you're not going to hear it in any of these committee hearings. That in Donald Trump's speech at the White House, he said he told uh, his his supporters to go down to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. I mean, I, I I don't know how I don't know how you get around that fact that he told them to peacefully protest. And by the way, Tony, Washington D.C., our nation's capital, is is uh, is a such a great place because historically it's been a place where you can come and protest and make your voice heard. And, and exercise your constitutional right to do that. And the fact of the matter is January 6th was a permitted and constitutional rally where patri- uh, patriotic people came to support a president who they loved, who they thought was wronged in how the election was conducted. They had every right to do that. There were people who broke into the Capitol, who harmed Capitol Police officers, and those people should be punished to the full extent of the law. And the FBI has continued to investigate that, and they've arrested hundreds of people who were involved in those activities. And I hope that all of them are are, are prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But this this committee, this sham committee, is all about uh, throwing Donald Trump in jail, although they'll settle for keeping his name off the ballot in the 2024 election. It's all about attacking uh, Trump supporters, Republicans, political opponents of Nancy Pelosi. And at the end of the day, now we know because of reports over the weekend from Axios that this committee is a Trojan horse to advocate for the radical uh, election reform agenda of the Democrats to abolish the Electoral College, to advance their uh, election reform bill that would move the entire country and all the states toward mail-in ballots. That's what this is really about. And, and, and the fact that they don't have a different point of view or a voice in the right. room like mine to ask the tough questions proves it.